Welcome to Concerning CAMS, brought to you by Education Pathways. I'm Kevin Connickney, your host. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Our topic today is navigating insurance market conditions. I have the pleasure to be here with Greg Havmeyer. Greg is the Senior Vice President, Partner, and Association Niche Practice Leader with Gulf Shore Insurance. Welcome, Greg, to Concerning CAMS, and could you please start by telling us about your background in the insurance industry? Sure. Thanks, Kevin. Again, uh, this is Greg Havmeyer. It's a pleasure to be here today. Um, my background goes back as uh, as far as 30 years or more already here at Gulf Shore Insurance. And uh, within the agency itself, we have a niche of writing and specializing in the writing of condominium associations. Um, throughout that time period, of course, I've uh, gotten involved in a lot of the industry trades, etc., and involved myself in the continuing education by teaching classes to CAMs and managers and all the all the above. So um, over those 30 years, I've, I've done a lot uh, with the condos and seen a lot. Our topic today is navigating insurance market conditions. Can we start the conversation today with your assessment of the current marketplace? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 2020 is uh, unlike any other year that I have seen in recent history. Uh, literally, uh, in the past uh, year, our market has gone from one of the softest markets over a five-year period, and a soft market is one in which you see coverage terms and conditions and uh, are, are increasing. In other words, you're getting better terms and conditions, and yet the premiums continued to even decrease by double digits for years and years and years for about a four or five year period. And then, of course, we had that wonderful storm called Hurricane Irma, and we had, of course, Matthew and Michael in there as well, affecting other uh, parts of our state. And with that, of course, um, we got a rebound. Um, and when we get a rebound, we went from a soft market um, that has lasted for years to one of the hardest markets I've seen in my 30 years. So a hard market in that sense is one where the premiums are going up quite a bit and uh, the coverage terms and conditions are, are restricting. As CAMs and board members are faced with a hard market, as you've termed it, for the first time in approximately 10 or more years, what advice do you have for how they can plan for it? Yeah, this is a question we get a lot, uh, and obviously budgeting uh, is this time of year around August, September, we traditionally, or I traditionally, author a um, uh, an insurance market update. What's going on in the property, the general liability, DNO markets, etc. Um, it is a good way for somebody to see um, what is actually going on in each of these markets and what they might expect. Of course, each association is a little bit different. So, you know, in order for that, uh, or in order for somebody to know where they're going to be, I encourage all boards and or CAMs to involve their insurance professionals in order to better understand what their budgeting and what their numbers are going to look like. If they don't involve their insurance professional, like someone like myself or, or Gulf Shore, um, they're going to be going into the blind and they're going to be shocked at what they find at the upcoming renewal. Um, there's just so many moving pieces to the property market right now. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm cautious, uh, when I, and, and conservative when I talk to my boards or the cams, but I'm trying to be realistic and, and it's really important for board members to be realistic. So as cams are involved with the actual budgeting process, how should they be working with the board to properly budget for insurance? Again, that's one of the things that I highly recommend that you involve your insurance agent in. When a cam is setting a budget, the last thing I try to tell them to do 
is to do a budget or set a budget without involving um, myself or their current insurance agent for whatever association that they're currently managing without doing that and assuming that you're going to have only a 5 or 10% increase because that's what you've seen on a neighbor's policy recently or something else. Um, it just doesn't work. I was at a, uh, an association just yesterday and they said that, uh, you know, we were told that our premiums were going to go up 25 or 30%. And we heard the one next door to us isn't going to barely go up at all. How can that be? And I said, well, first off, you can't just compare premiums. There are too many variables that go into it. They could have a different carrier. They might've already been paying a higher premium than you were last year. There's so many things that go into it that without involving your insurance professional, you're leaving way too much, uh, to, to be determined and it's and if you got somebody um, that's been around and there's there's a number of people that uh, specialize in this business um, like we do when you do and you write a lot of them you see the trends and I try to explain to my my either board members or the managers um, that they they need to be realistic in these budgets nobody likes to see their premiums go up no one wants to see their dues go up right sure. so if they if they uh, if they try to hold them tight, they're going to be short-sighting them. They're going to have to do a special assessment. I would rather be conservatively high on my renewal estimates than to be low. It's always easier to uh, to have the money than to go back and get it again. Greg, how much time in advance of the renewal should CAMS and board members be thinking about reaching out to their insurance agent for a new bid? In other words, how much time will it take for this to happen? Yeah, so that's another really good question. Uh, at this point in time, many association boards get frustrated because they don't see the renewals sometimes um, two, three weeks before the renewal. Sometimes it's maybe one or two days um, before the renewal. And I get the question often in regard to, you know, why can't we get our quotes 30 days in advance or 45 days in advance so we have time to prepare for this? And I kind of sit back and I, and I listen to that, but I also try to set a realistic picture and say, look, you know, if you've got the right person doing the right work for you and they put together and they research and they got all the numbers for you, when they meet with you 30 days or three weeks in advance, if they've done their job well, it's really going to come down to choosing, um, uh, the terms and conditions, deductibles, et cetera, and the premium may be high, but hopefully if you've involved that agent soon enough early in the process, you're going to be pretty close to within budget and it's not going to be a big surprise and you're not going to have to go quote unquote shopping it to someone else to see if you can save money because at the end of the day, um, the, you know, I always say too, the competition is between the carriers, not between agents. And if the agent's doing their job right, um, they're going to have those options. So being prepared, the cycle starts for most agencies a good 120 days in advance of the renewal. And that just means you're gathering the information, you're sending it into the carriers, they log it in as a, as a submission, and it'll sit there until it gets closer to 30 days. Then you start receiving the quotes. So an agent, um, you know, realistically is not going to be able to provide actual true hard numbers um, until you're within that 30-day window. Anything prior to that, it's going to be an unfinished product, and it's going to be a, a, a best guess. So, um, you know, just make sure you're communicating very well. Don't wait, um, especially in this marketplace. Um if you have not heard from, uh, you know, your agent or agency or had a conversation with them in regard to what's going on in this market, now is the time to involve them. Greg, we are just at about the 36-month mark following Hurricane Irma. As I understand it, after a major disaster event, there may be a 36-month statute of limitations to file a claim. Of what should CAMS and association members be mindful at this time? 
Absolutely. Um, again, uh, thanks, Kevin. They have um, 36 months, as you said, all condo associations or any claimant um, ha- or policyholder has 36 months from the date of the storm, which was, I believe, September 10th, uh, 2017. So we are fast approaching that date in order for someone to still open a Hurricane Irma claim. And in fact, you know, we are still seeing claims being opened, if not daily, weekly, um, currently with new claims from Hurricane Irma. And when we talked earlier, we talked about a hard market and how the rates are going up and coverages are being restricted. Um, there's a lot of factors coming into that because um, in in the insurance industry, you might call it uh, the uh, Irma bleed or um, it just it just continues to get larger and larger where you could use the example of and these are just just general numbers where a carrier might have had a hundred million dollars worth of estimated losses um, the spring after uh, in 2018 that might have turned into 300 million the next year and now up to 600 700 million dollars because um, why is that happening um, one of the things we talk about in the insurance industry and you can read it about it as well is called social inflation. Um, a lot of people see that their their neighbors got new roofs and they're like, they didn't have a claim. Like, well, maybe we should open a claim. We might get a roof claim as well and get that paid for. And I would say, look, if you have damages, they should be paid for. You deserve to get paid for it. You have a policy for it. But there's no doubt that social inflation is having an impact both on the property and on, uh, on liability claims as well. Um, so Hurricane Irma today is still having their claims creep um, get larger and larger, so it's turning into one of the largest catastrophic losses we've had in recent history. Um, so it absolutely is going to continue to affect um, the property rates, probably going through at least 2021 as we still have these claims developing. Greg, thank you for joining us today on Concerning Cams to walk us through navigating insurance market conditions. If listeners have additional questions, how can they best reach you or your associates at Gulf Shore Insurance? Sure. Um, you know, at Gulf Shore Insurance, we have a number of different associates. Uh, our primary office number um, is 261-3646. However, um, my direct personal number at Gulf Shore Insurance is 239-435-7106. And that will bring my direct number, and I'm more than happy to uh, answer those questions. Also, my email address, if somebody wants to email me a question, they can reach me at ghavmeyer at gulfshoreinsurance.com. And I believe your website is gulfshoreinsurance.com, golf as in Gulf of Mexico. We'll include all this information in the episode endnotes. Thanks again, Greg.